Welcome back to the only podcast that matters for another week. This is Ryan. This is Fox. This is Andrew. And this is Jack. And to the American people, I just want to say, on November 8th, 2016, I made a terrible, terrible mistake by voting <laughs> Donald Trump as the 45th president of the United States. I know I didn't do it alone, and New Jersey didn't actually cast a vote for Donald Trump, but I feel responsible. And I just want to say, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Home, I don't Jack, know what I've done. Drunk. Jack's already drunk. <laughs> Hence the apology episode he begins. That open. So, <laughs> he was drunk when he made the decision. Yes, he probably was. Not drunk now just, <laughs> just then <laughs> uh to translate all that welcome to politicast uh many other episodes we've talked uh about the political climate and other things like that and just things that irk us with media and people in general and their ideas and we decided to actually have an entire episode dedicated to just that um we inside we decided to also bring dan along for this one because everyone loves Hi-yo. him Hi, Dan. <laughs> and also because uh, Dan and I have had uh, some interesting conversations because Dan considers himself a libertarian. Recent. Recent libertarian. Still growing. Yes. Um, Ryan, of course, is a political science major. Was. Was. <laughs> Ten years He's ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Expert of the, of the four of us. Of the Bush era. <laughs> of, of the Bush era, yeah. <laughs> I myself, uh, I called myself a libertarian, but after talking to Dan, I'm still, uh, still exploring this forest. And uh, Jack's just going to be the quiet observer. <laughs> Technically Republican for my previous right. votes, but this is a mistake, and I'm sorry. I can't drive this enough. I'm sorry. Jack, have another drink. <laughs> I mean, d- defining yourself uh, on the political spectrum is very, very difficult. I mean, you can have beliefs that sort of sprinkle themselves across the whole spectrum, and you don't necessarily pigeonhole yourself into one corner of it. No, I agree completely with that, because... You'd want to be eclectic, but to be so uh, devout to one of the left, the right, the middle, whatever it is, that's when you start seeing things black and white, and that's when you make a lot of mistakes, Like no matter who it is, whether it be the socialists like with the Bernie Sanders and everything like that, or the social justice warriors that we were just commenting on before we started the show, who we all love, if you can't sense that sarcasm... <laughs> Now, if you don't know what a social justice warrior is, it's pretty much the people who sit behind keyboards on the internet, or you know, and use the internet. I should say, not on the internet. They don't sit on the internet, and they scream at you in all caps and tell you how you're wrong because you don't believe exactly what they believe, exactly what they believe. And they're nobodies to and begin with, so there's no. Well, it's not. It's not just what uh, not believing in what they believe. It's the social justice warriors are the bleeding hearts out of, out of all of us. They fight battles that don't necessarily even affect them. So, I mean, for instance, like, there's a lot of white people out there that are... Suburban rich kids. Suburban (laughs) rich kids that have never experienced racism themselves, but somehow make it their battle to eradicate it um, for other people. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, (laughs) Love it. And what's what really sucks about it is that there are so many white people out there that have gotten so self-righteous in that battle that they vilify other white people. So I mean there are plenty of of those millennials if you will that are rich white kids that make it their mission to make other white people feel guilty about being white. Yeah. Cuz basically As like some professors, a lot of college professors. Uh, well, right. Ryan, you would know about that. Cuz if basically now in America if you were a straight white middle class male you are the source of all misery suffered by everyone who is not you. Mm, if the Huffington yeah. Post has anything to say about yes, it. Yes, check, check, <laughs> check your privilege. Yes. yes. <laughs> if there's anything I'm so tired of hearing <laughs> is being told to check my privilege. I, I, I've had it with, with having to deal with that. And this is not a, like a boo-hoo fest. Yeah, I'm, you better check your privilege. I'm white, man. and yeah, so I, I don't get your harassed by the police. Chinese people. <laughs> <laughs> Using his black voice like the hell, Dan. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Asian from Brooklyn. Asian from Brooklyn. There we Brooklyn. go. <laughs> but it's just, it's just absurd to see that going on. Because they're all part of it too. I can understand uh, like supporting a cause. Like obviously, you want to be against racism because everyone is. You're born human. We all make mistakes. It shouldn't. It shouldn't make a difference what color your skin is, what religion you follow, anything like that. I can understand it, but to the extent that they take it, where like the like, um, not dealing with racism, more dealing with sexism, man spreading. Have you heard this term? 
Man spreading. Man spreading. No. Man spreading was something that the the real strong feminists, also known as fem Nazis, uh, use when a male would sit on the subway train. In particular, this is where it, it stemmed from. Would sit on the subway train and spread his legs, as if he's imposing his will upon you to take up more room on the seat because you are a delicate female and you don't have to stand for that. Now. Uh, this is new to me. No, <laughs> no you never heard. No, seriously, you look it up. Look it up after I've the heard podcast. Man explaining, which yeah. is well, there's also the there's the, also that, but th- which is what I'm doing right now. Man explaining, man spreading is literally like you sit there and you just have your your legs open, you know, because you got to air out your balls. What guy doesn't do that? Exactly. Without even noticing. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah. it's not like something that I'm doing purposely to take over your seat. It's like, here, miss, take my balls. <laughs> They're right here. <laughs> I got a seat for you right yeah, here. Yeah, I got a seat for you. <laughs> It is subcon. I mean, granted, in a in a subway subway car, you know, train, anything like that. If there's anyone next to me that I don't know, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to be touching them because I don't know who the fuck they are, and I don't know if they got either germs or they're going to flip on me because they're going to be one of these fem Nazis or anything like that. Don't touch me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there it goes. Yeah. Chris isn't even here, and they're already making fun of me. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> So, Jack, you, you more, uh, more apologizing. I, 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 I always wanted to ask you the question, okay. what made you vote for Trump? Because I know the right. typical Here. reason, let me, okay. the typical <laughs> reason, ahead. and I, I want to know if this is the same reason you voted for Trump is because a majority of people who voted for Obama twice in his term, a majority of white people, just might add that, <laughs> voted for Trump. Okay. Because the... Eight years of Obama's administration with these fascist policies as the uh, Affordable Care Act, the economy in the slump. Hard words, I mean, fascist. Yeah. <laughs> what is your reason? So I actually wasn't going to vote, and I made a decision two days prior that I probably should because this is important, but I don't know who to vote for. I almost went with Hillary on a moral stance. Like, all these people who can now be uh, out-of-the-closet racists can be it's like a free pass to go with trump i'm like well maybe on a moral thing i might go with her but i thought but economically if we want to maybe change some things around maybe give this guy a shot so that's the only reason i didn't believe in i didn't like any i really genuinely wasn't going to vote but it was just like it's important i should do something and just i felt like i couldn't not vote as much as i dislike trump in between the two candidates i think you picked the better candidate Okay. And one of the reasons to say that is because if you picked Hillary, she's already been a corrupt person. She's already had That's her another chance. thing. She's I, already I, taken <laughs> donations from countries that, you know, discriminate women, kill women, kill gays, throws them off the roofs. She's taken yeah. donations for that. Which has all more or less been proven. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's not – this and isn't something that we're making up. coming from yeah. the left is that, you know, they said look at the people who voted for Trump on – let's say, economic policies or foreign policy, whatever it may be. Right, right. But they're like, well, you don't care that Trump is racist or misogynist or yeah, xenophobic, whatever. Yeah. But then the same thing comes back on them. Well, you don't care that uh, Hillary, Hillary is, took money from these countries that it's just the entire a, country is allowing right. these things to happen. Not to you know, she's responsible for a lot of deaths. And her foreign policy. As far as her foreign policy is concerned. And she's really just a liar. I mean, you can look at her face. She's a career know. politician. She's a career yeah. politician. Yeah. And that goes by the wayside for the Hillary and, and supporters. And that was partially yeah. another factor. Like, I just don't want another yeah. person who's just... And there's a... Plays the same game. It right. does the same thing. So, so this guy thinks that is a little different. He doesn't Or ends him. up mysteriously dead. Yeah. Or the yeah. DC. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, that's too So that, that, that stuff, you know, you, know, you turn a blind eye to because she's Hillary. Uh, I'm with exactly. her. Uh, it's a woman. And so there's a double standard there that just doesn't work. Yeah. You know, so uh, you, you can but, dish it out, but you can't take it. Yeah. And and that kind of goes with then Chris talked about this, too, where it's it's blind team loyalty, where you have you have the debates going on. And obviously you have a mo- well, at least with the Republicans, you had what, 13 members trying to go for president and it got whittled down to obviously Trump and then all of a sudden those other 12 that lost I support so to speak. him after he now, said yeah, horrible things I, yeah about exactly them. it's like blind team loyalty it's like why why I thought you were against him you were trying to run against him why all of a sudden now now you support him now you why, support now that him you even though you turned around you know two weeks ago when you had that debate and you said that I don't believe his foreign policy is correct just to name something I believe you should be still separate 
from that person, even if you consider yourself Republican, Democrat, whatever the debate was, and still say, no, I'm not going to vote for this policy because I don't like what you're doing. Right. But that's the game. Yeah, exactly. Once once they lose you know, the, the election or the primary or the nomination, then they're like, oh, okay, I'm going to support Trump now because I have no choice. <laughs> so when we talked about this on uh, the, one of the recent podcasts, uh, I brought up to Jack that the <laughs> availability of a third party in Gary Johnson as the libertarian ticket. Yeah, I'm kind of glad I didn't vote for him. He kind of knew nothing. You didn't yeah, want to feel the Johnson? I, I think no. it was the right choice that Andrew made as as far as a vote. Really? I mean, the guy, I think, the guy I mean, is clueless. Him, like, he's clueless. Well, the thing like, is, the guy uh, is clueless, but... Well, I, mean, I, th- I think part of that, like, he, they're referring to the Aleppo deal, correct? You're, you're dealing... But, you know, in, in fair defense, I mean, most Americans didn't know what Aleppo was, no. and I didn't know what Neither Aleppo was. Neither did I. I didn't either. What, I think, what I think happened there is he could have worded that differently and said, listen, I am not, you know, I'm not up to current events. I don't know what that is. I need to go talk to my advisors, whatever, however you want to word that, to kind of get out of the, the, the shitstorm that he landed himself in by saying, what's that? You know, what's Aleppo? Like, he didn't say it right. And that's just part of playing the political game again. But... Again, like I, I, like where I was going with this is that, um, you know, I brought that up to Dan or uh, to Jack, saying about you know, there's a third ticket. There's fucking seven. Was there six, seven tickets? The Green Party, the Libertarian, all these different parties. Yeah, um, and then I found out through Chris that Dan considers himself Libertarian. So him and I got talking. <laughs> how do you like? How would you consider yourself a Libertarian? Because we're kind of real. Eclectic, just within our own group, we're kind of really eclectic. One of the reasons I, I kind of became a libertarian is because the, I guess the um, popular, you know, principle, which is the non-aggression principle. So anything, any policy in, in reference to force, as forcing me to pay for this or like violating your private property is basically what it comes down to with the non-aggression principle. You know, not forcing anybody to do. Uh, whatever you believe in and whatever your policy is. That, that's, which is actually a reasonable stance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why I pick libertarianism, because we we side on any policy that is for liberty. Yeah. So if Trump makes an you know executive order a decision that says, you know, oh, we're going to reduce regulations, I'm on board with that. Right. If we're going to reduce the tax or get rid of it, I'm on board with that. Right. Doesn't mean I'm a yeah. Trump supporter, I'm just supporting his policy. Yes. Right. I mean that's that's basically what it comes down to. It's like people are like, "Oh, you're a Trump supporter." No, not really. I just like this idea. Uh, probably yeah. more of an anti anti Trump. Yeah. Uh, yes. You know, exactly. No, yeah, so yeah, did yeah. you sort of always have these ideals, and then it just kind of you know there, was, there ended up being a word for it. I was always kind of more liberal when I was my early twenties, maybe in high school, and then I kind of became more conservative um, towards my late twenties, and then. Kind of, you know, considered myself as a Republican, and but then I started reading into uh, some more stuff, and I went to school with a guy who is a libertarian, and I got chatting with him, and he was like, "Hey, check out this guy named Tom Woods, who's like, mm. you know, the libertarian idol." Okay. Um, <laughs> and I watched a video of him giving a history lesson. And I was just like blown away, kind of like you're blown away when I talk about Lincoln. It was just yeah, like, no, that really shocked. That me. basically came from that, and I was just like, wow, this is this is crazy. It's a different yeah, perspective. Yeah, yeah. So he gave me some books to read, and I read the books, and I was just like, wow, this is very interesting. Right. So I got deeper into it, read more about history, and everything they taught you in school was bullcrap. Basically, they. Whatever they teach you in public schools is basically... Uh, Just the general wa- information. Gen- general no, information. No, they don't teach you about the Constitution. Won. No, they, right. they teach you, you need government, you need government, you need government to do this. You can't do anything without the government. You can't build the roads without the government. And it's just like... Mm-hmm. Come on. Right. But, but that's like... There's a certain I, amount of brainwashing coming yeah. on. <laughs> so every since I became a libertarian, it's like, you know, you hear the common arguments that I thought was like, you know, fake. Like, it was like, well, 
without government, who will build the roads? You know? (laughs) (laughs) And I came across that when I was debating my friend, and he was like, well, are you going to build the roads? And I just started laughing. (laughs) Because there it was. And I messaged my libertarian friend. I was like, I thought you were joking about (laughs) that. He actually said that. (laughs) (laughs) But no. Why are you going to build the roads? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this is why... Government. This is why, like, you know, I hate, you know, Bernie Sanders and his quote-unquote democratic socialism and i mean it, it all yeah, comes down to it, it's it all comes down to it's like yeah but you're still forcing people to pay for other things that we don't want to pay for yeah the key word is force yeah i mean you could put you know you know unicorns around the word socialism it doesn't really mean anything <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a fan of his his whole ideals of like everything has to be equal. Not everything has to be equal. Yeah, not and, every, and he's, through if force, I go out and earn not more force, right. than my neighbor, but my neighbor gets the same amount as me. That's bullshit. And watching, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw the debate with him and Ted Cruz um, maybe a couple weeks ago, and he, Bernie Sanders is the same rhetoric over and over. The top one two percent. The three percent billionaires, <laughs> million, and that was his whole argument the whole yeah. time. Like, and Ted Cruz is just like I don't that they're know. not paying their fair share. Yeah, they're not. But they are. They share. actually are getting butchered in taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the all one, the while, yeah. But the one lady who is a business owner asked him a question, and I'm just paraphrasing this whole story. It was just like, "Well, I own a hair salon. I got employees, but because of the Affordable Care Act." How do I give my employees insurance without raising their wages? I mean, r- reducing their wages or raising my, my prices, prices to yeah. the cu- customers. Yeah. And Bernie basically came, he didn't know, like, how to answer it. So he's like, basically, give them health care. What do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> just like that. And then just kind of well, walked away from you. The, how do I get yeah, there? Exactly. <laughs> just like give them health care. Everything is give them health care. Oh, thanks. I'll sit down now. <laughs> <laughs> that, that really answers. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> what did I think Four of freaking chairs. He's turning him into guy. a New York Italian. <laughs> I mean, he looked like a disheveled guy who like worked at a job for sixty years and just said, "Fuck well, it, I'm gonna." I'm kind of look like like well, Doc from uh, <laughs> from Back to the Future. He, didn't, <laughs> he did. Yes. He's like Doc. He never worked until he was forty. He never worked in the private sector. No, no. Really? He was forty years old, got a government job, never worked a day in his life <laughs> until he was freaking forty. It's amazing, that, and that's yeah. what brainwashes you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could see that. That's crazy. And, and maybe that's where, at least the four of us, I would say, but come he's, from. He's the devil's advocate. He's that salesman that's just like, you know, you like this car because this car's got all kind of benefits to it. You know, it's like if I go around and say, you know what, I can make your life so much better by doing this and this and that. People mm-hmm. are going to love it because they love to hear good things. Yeah. Yes. You just that's his rhetoric. And then there's yeah. the that's how he print. gained so many followers. Yeah. It's not a realist. Free health care. Yeah, free college. Free college. Yeah. But he doesn't yeah. get the economics part yeah. of it. He's yeah. just an illiterate on that. Mm. It's like. I think maybe but that's. But when the answer is punishing the rich for the money that they rightfully earned. Yeah. To, well, I mean, to spread the wealth. Well, I mean, taking the risk yeah. to, you know, start a business. Well, he, and but he'll, he'll right. phrase it in a way that the rich are evil. Because they make more money than you and they're feed not. off people's no, jealousy not. of that. They're not evil. And the rich should not be responsible for just giving their money away. No. Like, yeah. If they choose to, great. Yeah. But that they shouldn't be forced to pay a higher percentage in taxes. Just because Because they that is literally a punishment. Exactly. That's all that it it's is. It's not like the rich is sitting on a like pools of money. They're just sitting on it. Scrooge they're McDuck. investing it. They're right. investing yeah. into more capital. They're investing right. into more capital to increase their productivity, to hire more people. To give them employment, it's and like, even if they were just sitting on it, it's their money. I, if you're exactly. a doctor, a lawyer, a business owner, whatever it. you may be, yeah. you earned you that sacrificed money. your years in school, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. School, true. Or, there's probably some scumbags out there that came into wealth, like of, sure, of but that yeah, out of the vast majority of them, but that doesn't it's more mean people should, that went to school the or they away. they earned it by like creating their own business. Like take for instance here in New Jersey, we got craft brewers over over. 80-something craft breweries in New Jersey, the owners of which have to be making some kind of over hundreds of thousands of dollars for themselves. Because right al- al- alone, you, ha- you have to start a craft brewery with like $3 million. You know, So whether you get that through a bank or you have that in your pocket, whatever. The one that I talk about the most, Kane. He came from, Michael Kane, the owner, came from Wall Street. He was a Wall Street investor. And he sold all that money off to create this brewery. 
So you're going to tell me that he's evil because he invested all this money and turned around and said, you know what, I'm going to follow my passion, which is beer, make a good product, which at least the two of us at this table really enjoy, but he's evil and I'm going to take money from him now? Yeah, earning your own money is, is not evil. I think what the left... Uh, is confused about especially Bernie Sanders is like oh the rich you know um, they get you know they get bailouts is because dude you're talking about two different things you're, there's capitalism and then there's crony capitalism crony, crony capitalism, capitalism right is when you have re- big relationships with uh, governments big business and governments get along and they're like hey um, I will bail you out if you know you give me some votes. That's basically right. how it is. Right. You know, you support my political like political machines. And yes, yeah. that's that's crony capitalism. That's Unions. what a majority of the yeah. Wall Street was like. AIG right. when they bailed them out, and it's like the Federal Reserve printed all this money to bail them out, and who suffers it for it? We do. We, do. Yeah. we have to pay for it because the right. more money there is, the higher inflation. Yeah, but, and that's a, but that's a completely different thing than individual rich people that happen to be in legitimate professions and are not stealing money. Yes, uh, from under the rug. Yeah, you know, right. I always, not having to be forced to give up a higher percentage of of their wage to go to taxes, which do what? Yeah, where yeah, do where these, does that money go? Where does that money go? Where is there? Is it just idea? given out to exactly. to the less fortunate, or is it being put into some war somewhere? When you, or yeah, when into you get a, a bailout that we have nothing to do with. Right, right. Right. Where exactly. is the money going? Ryan brings up a good point. It's like, where is the money going, and why aren't we getting an itemized list? Of right. right. Oh, that'd going. be amazing. We want to yeah. see a list of where that money is going. We need a list. We need a list. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even our taxes. We're, we're seriously small fries, but where are our taxes going? Right. Like I can understand like, when I look for? at my paycheck, it goes to like you. You see the itemized part where it says this goes to my health care, this goes to my dental, my my health, my uh, uh, vision. You know, I mean, those uh, whatever. Aren't, those aren't That's, taxes. Yeah, well, they're not. Are, but in your... in respect. I see where that money is going, and I know I can use that money later on in case my daughter gets sick, I get sick, I need glasses. Right. So, so you so, know where that money is going. Which yeah. is fine. Yeah. I understand that. But when you get taxed 7% on whatever the hell it is you buy, where does that money go to? Because it doesn't go to the store, because the store has to send that because they're selling. Uh-huh. It's a sales tax. Right. What is that for? Exactly. Just, it's to basically run the Ponzi scheme. Basically, <laughs> they don't have any money for Social Security. It comes out of your paycheck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Literally, it says right there. I mean, they. You know, people think they have the government has like a, a secret fund just waiting there for you for Social Security. They absolutely have no money. That's all. Yeah. Bonds in there that you know just yeah. IOUs basically. Look at the wartime. Look at the yeah. wartime effort. They said buy bonds, right? So they could build weapons. Like World War Two, they had. Posters made said buy bonds and you know it's just like fifty dollar bonds or whatever so they can make thanks to FDR. Well, he okay. Here we go. There's two presidents that I'd like to talk to Dan All about. Right. <laughs> All right, I'd like to hear the this. first being FDR, and these are the conversations that Dan and I had through text message that kind of really got me onto going. Maybe I should read these fucking books, like and read and you know take another look at history and the political system in general, and go. No, fuck that guy. You know, you hear all the, like like Dan was saying, in school you hear the great things about Lincoln, about how he freed the slaves and this, that, and the other thing. You hear the great things about FDR and the New Deal and how he got us through World War II. Dan, what's the mirror image of that? All right, so I, I don't claim to be an expert, so if I get things wrong, you can troll me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fair enough. <laughs> There's so, a disclaimer. I mean, FDR, I mean, he was a fascist president. I mean, I, I know that's, a bit extreme That's a bold too, term, yeah. You know, but when he came out with the New Deal, a lot of his policies were from Herbert Hoover. Um, he just borrowed those policies and kind of expanded on them. And one of them is, is the Agriculture Adjustment Agriculture Adjustment Act, which basically destroyed crops, six million crops. Was this the one where it's like you you only make so much of your no, field? This was this was to help the farmers uh, raise the prices of their uh, product. So the way he did it was destroy crops and pigs to raise the prices. To raise so, the prices. So, yeah. you know, the farmers can get more money, but Kinda at the same up. time, people are starving <laughs> in the Depression. So there yeah. was, there was more, there was more demand yeah, because there was less, less, to, of a less of a product. So, I mean, it was a really fucked up way to do it. <laughs> exactly. By well, destroying food. <laughs> what he also did was control prices yes. of businesses. You, you that's could what only you sell this product for this certain amount of price. So if you were a business owner and you were like, well, I mean, I can try to sell it under the price, then he'll send 
whoever to your house and be like, oh, you've been selling under the price? <laughs> Gustavo, <laughs> going yeah. to jail. <laughs> face or kneecaps. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, he confiscated gold from people. He what? made gold illegal. He got gold. He's like, you got to submit all your gold to the government um, because, you know, we're in a depression and we're going to need the gold and then you're not what? allowed to have gold legally. Like gold right. bars or no, necklaces. You have to I all your he, gold. If you were found with gold, you'd be put in jail. It does like that, sound, that, that I like drugs. No. Yeah, that, <laughs> does that sound like liberty to you? No. Does that sound like the United States of America? No. No. That I have not heard. Absolutely <laughs> not. Holy I mean, uh, besides the obviously the internment camps, which I'm kind of like, I understand it was a horrible thing for Japanese Americans to go through, and George Takei will run all over me for this. But on the other side of that, it's they were our enemy at the time. They attacked us. Granted, the the conditions in which they were was horrible. Were horrible. But the idea behind it of of watching this group of people because that we're at war, I don't disagree with. Putting That's them in camps. These, these were, these were yeah. Japanese Americans. Yeah, they made right. a living here. These I mean, were Americans. Like, they weren't spies. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, yeah. Putting them yeah. and taking away all their stuff and putting them in these camps is inhumane. Yeah, no, that is. I agree. that Putting them in camps in general, that, that, that end of it, yes. No, I'm not going to fucking champion that at all. Right. That that was wrong, but the idea of of like watching and being wary of this group of people, much like what's going on today with Muslims, I, I don't want to say like I support it, but I understand it because again we're 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 at war. There's more Japanese coming in, so of course you have to watch them go. I mean, Are they spies now? He could have took it, uh, yeah, yeah, essentially he could have took FDR could have took a less extreme exactly view yeah. of it. Yes. I mean, he didn't need to put these people in internment camps. No, he didn't no. need to compensate gold because he, the government wanted to manipulate the money. The supply price of it, yeah. Right. Gold keeps the government from doing that. Right. Yeah. But intelligence wasn't what it was. No. Right. And now, so I mean, they they couldn't. Well, the the paranoia led them to just round everybody up. Exactly. Camp, Not so. to mention that's Bernie Sanders' hero. It is. He, he said deal. that yes. because right. these fascist socialist economic policies that did nothing to get out of this depression. It only led us into another depression, in within a depression, and to say World War Two got of got of got us out, out of depression, uh, depression yeah. that doesn't make any sense because now you're preaching oh wartime prosperity, so yeah. maybe we should have a bunch of wars, <laughs> maybe we right. should go out and Which break more Starbucks yeah. billions you know, and billions of dollars yeah. on these wars exactly so. yeah. yeah. So it didn't get us out of you know the depression. I mean, what do consumers, regular consumers like you and me? Why do we want bullets and guns? It doesn't yeah, make any you sense. Because you don't... I mean, the, the economy is not like it was then. No. You had so many steel workers during World War II and people making munitions and people making food and people and making clothing uh, for vehicles, the wartime, that, specifically that's, for that's the another effort. thing. But what? now we have multiple wars going on in all different parts of the world, but you don't have that economy that's no. feeding no. it. That's you have billions thing. of dollars being spent on these wars. But there's nothing going straight into it. No, right. no, 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 no production. That's, that's thriving uh, yeah. on this effort. Yeah, Ryan brings up a good point because in, during that time, FDR is like, well, you can only eat this certain meal and that certain meal because we're in a depression. Right. So basically, he's he's calling the shots. Right. I mean, this is mm. not. This so is under kind the of like, surface. It's a little. It looks it's like dictatorship oh, almost. America. He, look, we're, he met we're, a lot of resistance yeah. coming in with, with the New Deal effort, especially from rich people <laughs> in, in general. <laughs> but. Um, but obviously, he, he carried out his policies. Yeah, well, he yeah. campaigned before he became president. He's like, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm, you know, I'm for the free market. You know, I'm not going to put these policies in place like Hoover did. But what he did was the opposite. He took Hoover's policies and implemented them and called the New, new Deal, which did nothing for right. the economy. When a lot you, of stuff that Hoover didn't get to finish, essentially. Right. And he didn't get reelected because FDR beat him to it. But it's... Oh Hoover, yeah Hoover, okay. and it, it, you know, and people like to blame the the stock market crash on capitalism, but it wasn't capitalism. It no, was it was the, the regulation. Federal, it was the Federal Reserve uh, doing a credit expansion and you know, raising the artificial interest rates. Right, that's what right. caused the stock market speculation and all that's that. Other terms. I mean, people are, never mentioned the Federal Reserve when yeah. that happened. That was the exactly. spark, definitely. Yeah, that's something that always, that always in. Oh, and he had a mistress. 
Uh, yeah, okay, so we're going to go with personal life in a time. No, I get it. No, yeah, I get just, it. <laughs> just throw that in. It was the with him when yeah. on his deathbed. Yeah, yeah. And then the guys came in and was like, all right, you got to get out of here. He's dead. His real wife is coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poor Eleanor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Four terms as president, too, which is crazy. Yeah, after him, that's when the term yeah. limit was uh, yeah. implemented, right? After FDR? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people advocate for FDR. It's just people who do think he's a great president is just... They don't know the economics part of it. I mean, how he almost it was ruined so just My thing. dad yeah. always yeah. thought also that he pushed America to get into World War II, like positioned he the boats at Pearl Harbor to be attacked. Oh, well, that conspiracy? Yeah. Now, the, I mean, I don't know if it's a conspiracy, or, but like, there's... Just be in, like, open space where these where all our battleships yeah. are. I've, could, yeah, I've heard the little... same thing, Jack. I, yeah. I, I, there's a book on it. I just I just don't, I haven't read it yet, but I've heard the same thing where he just he wanted to... Push. He, wanted he needed a spark. He needed yeah. something to start. Oh, like how, how Bush uh, set up the 9-11 attack so he could um, yes. attack Iraq. Loose change. Uh, a war for oil. Yeah. 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 So same, along the same lines. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't possibly prove that. Any, oh, but they like, did. Oh, Loose change. What, what's wrong that's with you? Not, that's Those not were controlled true. explosions. <laughs> no. What do you that, look at? The, the, I mean, it, it made really me... Fell, I, I watched Loose change. Jet fuel can't melt steel beams, Ryan. I watched Loose Change and a couple other documentaries on 9-11, and it makes you think. It does. But it, it's yeah, do I really push. believe it? And that's what Rosie O'Donnell apparently believes, too. It like, does make you yeah. think, because yeah. when Andrew brings up the steel beams thing, it's like, okay, um, when before 9-11 has steel beams failed like that in that amount of heat? Right. Right. When? What event? And what right. event? And they, they give you the slow yeah. motion of the plane crashing into the building, and you see like a little tiny explosion the puffs. before the nose of the plane yeah. hits, and these little puffs, yeah. and yeah. they're like, and then there was a... If it's collapsing, it should, it should collapse like this. One of this. the planes had missiles attached to the underside of it, <laughs> and I'm like, really? And yeah, On a were, commercial jet? Yeah. <laughs> Someone attached missiles to the underside <laughs> of this jet? <laughs> really? Come on. You didn't know that. Come on, Ryan. <sighs> like, stuff like that. I'm like, come on, guys. It's reaching. Yeah. It's reaching. They're like, what's this on the uh, on the belly of the plane? I'm like, yeah, there's two two missiles attached to the underside of this commercial airplane that was uh, headed for uh, well, I think New it's York. a bad angle. That's what I think. <laughs> right. Like, uh, I think it's the sun glinting off the plane. That's what I think it is. Well, it's actually swamp gas coming from Venus that would... Uh... Yeah, so nobody noticed the two gigantic yeah. missiles on the underside of the 747. Yeah. <laughs> When they were TSA checking, when they just were, said, no, take yeah, that TSA, one. TSA, yeah. They, everyone was paid off. <laughs> what was the other building? The third building? Pentagon. Oh, it was the Pentagon? No, it was the other building so, in New York. Uh, seven, just, seven World Trade Center, I think. Yeah, just yeah. the other building collapsed. that just collapsed. Just out of nowhere. Like, yeah. Well, because a whole bunch of debris fell on top of it. <laughs> no, <laughs> From two huge buildings. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. You could call me a conspiracy theorist. but No. It, well, it, what was the point of blowing up that other building? Yeah. Like, why? Was anyone make, even in there? The more destruction. <laughs> at that point? The more hatred for whoever. Whoever, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Right, I don't like, know. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> out of my house. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no Asians allowed. No Asians allowed. Yes. No Asians allowed. <laughs> Internment camp for you. <laughs> Damn it. Um, so that was one president. The second president, the one that really got me shocked when he said it, was Lincoln. Dan claims that Lincoln was the worst president. The worst? <laughs> yeah. Please explain. Worse? Yes, elaborate for them, because they didn't have the conversation we did. Okay, so given the backstory of Lincoln, he was a lawyer, um, and when, during these slave, trial, slave trials, he always defended the slave owner and never defended the slave, so that was one. His letter to Horace Greeley, if you read it, it says basically, um, I could care less. My whole objective of this war is to preserve the to union. Preserve the union. So he said he would, if he could preserve the union without freeing the slaves, he would. Yeah. He also so, said if he could do it and free the slaves, he would. Yes. But he's like, basically, it doesn't matter as long as the union stays together. He, he said right. So yeah. his whole objective is not really freeing the slaves. I mean, I mean, people like to say, "Oh, it was to free the slaves," and no, not really. It's basically it was to, to preserve, preserve the, the union. Right. And the Emancipation Proclamation literally did nothing. It did nothing. Like it didn't free the Anybody. slaves. It right. wasn't. It wasn't a law. 
It, and it, it did nothing. Yeah. yeah, it was just. A, just I a, mean, it was just a political act to keep France and Britain out of the war, saying, "Listen, I, I did something noble." I mean, right. So basically, in the start of seven states had already uh, seceded from the Union before Lincoln got inaugurated in March, and they seceded peacefully. So once they seceded, they already had their own constitution. They already had their own money, their own, you know, their own laws. Right. They already elected a president, Jefferson Davis. Right. So they were in the midst, once Lincoln got inaugurated, to make a deal to purchase Fort Sumter because it's like, we don't want this federal po- property on you know, our land. We'd land rather now. buy it from you right. and make use of it. So they were in the midst of a deal to try to buy Fort Sumter. His administration was acting a bit funny. He's like, yeah, yeah. They kept putting the deals off. He's like, yeah, yeah, we'll meet Just up. Pushing them off. Yeah. Pushing them off, pushing them off. His whole cabinet at first advised, um, if you send provisions to that fort, basically you're signaling an invasion. Right. Lincoln knew that if he sent provisions to the fort, right. that this would spark a war. And he sent provisions. And it and did. He, and, he's, <laughs> and it did. The southern the southerners saw them. They shot at the fort. Yeah. So why would you want to start a war when the South is trying to buy that from you peacefully? Peacefully. Peacefully trying to buy that from you. During the war, he put over 15,000 people in jail for showing sympathy. Southern sympathizers. Southern sympathizers. Um, he suspended habeas corpus. Yes, he did. Now, I what mean, is that? I don't. I don't. I know. Cannot, I've heard the term, but I don't know what it means. It means produce the body, basically. No, basically, they can arrest you without without, without cause, evidence, without, without a court. Okay, yeah, yeah without so proof of evidence. Prison. Okay. Yeah. Basically, he was a dictator. He said the South is like it was legal. The Union became uh, came first before the states, which is absolutely false. The mm. states be- created the federal government. Mm. So why would you want to have a war that kills 600,000 Americans because you want to establish have a central authority? Yeah. I mean, come on. That's dictatorship right there. Wow. In essence, yeah. I, in, I, su- I suppose. In, no, in, in a way, you're, yeah. you're right. I mean, about what he actually did to, to preserve the Union. But uh, it's what he believed in. I mean, you it's, can question his methods. I mean, surely. He, I mean, he's trampled all over the Constitution. Basically, he illegally invaded the South. He considered them rebels, and he considered them still part of the Union. So, I mean, right? James Buchanan, when the seven states left him during his administration, it was just like, all right, well, all right, see whatever. Ya. I mean, I don't like it. I guess but. this didn't work out, huh? <laughs> yeah, this didn't work out. So like, you want us to see other people? Yeah. Uh, okay, so, so what are we? <laughs> um, and it was, is, it was economic policies that had to deal with, you know, the South and the North were always different culturally. I mean, Oh, yeah, the of South was more royal. Drastically Lincoln, Lincoln favored protective tariffs that would benefit the North instead of the South because, you right. know, the South so most of their po- the, and for the most part, the South was poverty stricken. Like you, 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 you had the plantations and some rich plantation owners, right. but for the vast majority of it, it was straight Which is poverty. Still kind of true today. It's still very. Well, true he said, "Yeah, he set up a blockade during the war to starve the the Southerners out." Well, right. even before, even before, so they the couldn't war. trade with with England or mm-hmm. France or any anyone. Yeah, so they couldn't get the cotton out of the South. Right. Um. So that was a big hit uh, for, for the South, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, the the secession itself was peaceful. Like there, there was no rebellion, so to speak. Right. No, you know, nobody took up arms and said, "Well, we're leaving. Yeah, yeah. we're going to you know, shoot it, at you first. I mean, the guy, <laughs> yeah. yeah, the guy wanted to start a war. There was no need for war. Every other country at the time ended slavery peacefully. Right. And Lincoln was like, "Oh no, no, screw that! You ain't, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you're not leaving me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was—I mean, it was about slavery, but slavery had little to do oh, with the it. overall picture. It, it yeah. was not. Yeah. not the war about was about much, much more than slavery. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But well, people like to focus on that because America yeah. and even states' rights wasn't just about slavery either. No, right. states' rights was about states' rights in general. Right, like the fact yeah. that and they not having a central government trampling over everything essentially. Yeah. Right. yeah. It was about economics. It was about slavery, which definitely taps into economics. Surely, well, they were the they were the workhorse, you know, of especially course. for the South, obviously. Right. Yeah. 
but yeah, it was uh, the Civil War was about a lot more than that. It was, a, and it was about just the stark differences between the people north in and the south. north and the south yeah. too. I mean, we were much more industrial, and of course, they yeah. were much more royal and plantation based, right. just in general. But it's it's like it's not even a civil war. I there's mean, no such uh, thing. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah there's that, but no, what do you mean? A civil war is when two factions try to control the, the government, government, but it wasn't this case. The, government, the government was like, trying I don't to... like what you're doing, see you later. That's how the South was. Right. They weren't battling for one government for control of the government that was going right. to govern both of them, essentially. Yeah, basically. The South was like, we're out of here. <laughs> yeah, the South was like, oh, we do what we're we out of here. So We're going to do our own thing. So when the North invaded the South, a lot of them wasn't like, oh, I'm going to keep my slaves. I'm going to give my life for slaves. No, it was like, oh, shit, you're invading my house. Mm, I got to right. do something yeah. to protect my family. Mm, mm. And we should have just let them go. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> should have just let them be. I think Ryan's 100% right on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we wouldn't have Disney World. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Or no. country music. I, I don't know. Um, a majority of the, the Southern heroes were revolutionaries in, you know, in, the, in the Revolutionary War. A majority of them were Southern heroes. A majority of them were. Oh, yeah. Stonewall Jackson. I mean, Come the, on now. The first, I don't know, four or five presidents were Virginian. Right. You of know, course. Yeah. George Washington. They're from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of my favorite times in history, though. Like I love reading about the Civil War. I love learning about whole, it. Yeah, yeah absolutely love it. Could be called the War Between the States. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is often called that. Yeah, it sh- yeah. It would, which is, is more accurate. Yeah, definitely. Or the War for Southern Independence, or the War for Northern Aggression. <laughs> war, yeah, <laughs> I've heard that too. <laughs> also, somewhat accurate. <laughs> yeah, pretty accurate. I mean. Uh, Six hundred thousand people didn't need to die for that, and no, even no. even you know, um, which is insane. Ulysses says, "Grant, I mean, he he said this war is now. I'm not fighting over slavery. If I thought this war was about slavery, I would have gave my sword to the other side. And we're fighting to preserve the Union, right? I mean, yeah. the North was like, we're fighting because our ancestors, you know, we built this country on on the Constitution." Um, the Southern had the other opposite views. Like, right. well, yeah, we cr- the states created the federal government. If they s- overstepped their power, we're fighting for our independence. You're stepping over your power, just like Britain did to mm. us in the colonies. We're right. out of here. Right. So that was the main reason for yeah. the division. Right. Just imagine that you need you need a, a passport to go to Georgia. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. I mean. You, there's there's a way to sympathize with with the southern states in this case, but there is at the same time. Can you really defend someone's right to own another person? <laughs> can you really? Yeah, I, but, <laughs> I mean, like, like just, I could, just focusing on slavery. Can you really? Right, I get that. Yeah, it's, reasonably it's, it's provide an, a, it's an immoral it's an immoral yes. thing, but. Economically, it would have, it was failing anyway because I mean, look at it economically. For right. somebody who's working for nothing, you think they're really going to do a good job? No, no. right? No. So I mean, it there, was. There were a percentage of, of plantation owners that were thriving, but again, right. the South was in shambles. Otherwise, not yes. to mention the Cherokees sided with the co- the Confederacy. Not to mention there was ninety thousand African Americans who were oh, in the fighting. Confederate yeah. Army. Yeah, 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 they yeah. weren't right. fighting. They weren't allowed to fight. Oh no! No, they were just you know the supply person, cooks. Maybe I think there was like one guy who, a black Confederate soldier who did fight in the front line with the Confederates. Right. Yeah, but they they weren't going to give those guys guns. (laughs) 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 Um, How would that have ended up? (laughs) But how the Indians get involved in that? Um, I mean, obviously they still we 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 didn't expand westward yet. We were still kind of East Coast based. At this point, right now, how no, far were we? Texas? No, no, California. California. Were we? Already yeah. California? The Mexican War. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, eighteen forty-nine was the gold rush. That was fifteen yeah. years okay. before, before right. the Civil War. Yeah, the Mexican Session. Okay, I didn't think. Yeah, I didn't we think were already I all the way we were west. Just like Texas, by that. Well, time. that no. that played a huge role into you know north versus south because when they acquired these new territories, they were fighting well. Where's the divide? No, the South is like, well, we want this state to be a slave state. The North is like, no, because then you'll get more, you know, it was a balance of power. You get more power power in Congress. Right. We don't want you to have this slave state. We want it to be an open state. Mm -hmm. 
But, I mean, the North wasn't like, oh, it's going to be an open state for all free people to live. Mm-hmm. No, they wanted to make a white society because they thought black people were inferior. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody thought that in the North and South. Yeah, but, exactly. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't there about... There were plenty of racists in the North, yeah, exactly. too. Exactly, like, yeah. <laughs> it's not like, you you know, you jumped the Mason-Dixon line and all of a sudden you were a fucking rich, powerful black person. Right. No, you were still looked down upon. Right. You had to prove yourself. Right. But yeah, then I mean, again, the, the majority of, of people fighting for the Union weren't trying to end slavery. No, no. Did they care? Because there wasn't slavery in the North. So no. Did it really matter to them? They were fighting for the Union. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, a lot of the immigrants who came off the boat that during the war, Lincoln was like, you getting in there, you're going to fight this war. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> we're going to put you in a headlock because I was a wrestler. <laughs> you in there. <laughs> No, they, us laughing I, I about think, war. Yeah. <laughs> I think the guy was an absolute tyrant. I mean, putting people in 15,000 uh, 15, people in prisons, uh, intimidating the uh, the media for showing Southern sympathy. It was just like... Sounds kind of similar to what's going on today. Yeah, yeah the, the media is the enemy, don't you know? Yeah. I mean... It is. It, it, in it a lot is. of ways, In a lot is. of ways, yeah. the media right now is the enemy because... I'll, I'll phrase it this way. At one point, there was a newspaper that tried to report nothing but good news. Uh, you know, people giving a charity, lives being saved, something like that. Post. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't and get it, me started, <laughs> And it failed miserably. Like, it didn't sell anything because people don't care. People want... People want misery. Dirty yeah. laundry. They want... Yeah, they want misery. dirty laundry. They, and want, they want misery. They do. They want to read about other people's suffering. Yeah. And we, we all do. We and do. There's some sick part of all of us that likes to see that for some reason. We're interested when we see something about people dying. Death is a beauty we all adore. Uh, sure. <laughs> I don't know what that's from, but... Yeah. Slayer. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> of course. You do that. <laughs> um, but, especially what's going on right now. I mean, yeah, it's it's ridiculous right now with the fake news and this, that, and the other thing. But I don't, I don't even know what what does that even mean. Like everyone's saying, not oh, on fake his, news, yeah. fake news. The, the hot him. button issue right now. It's Trump basically turning around saying, if you don't agree with me, you're fake news. Yeah. Which he even said that it was just funny because he's he's the Twitter president, which is why I put that picture up on the our tw- Instagram yeah, with president. him. Uh, <laughs> I found a, a, a caricature of him with two like the cones of shame, like you put on your dog, on his arms, so he couldn't reach his phone, so he could get on Twitter. <laughs> uh, because he puts out all these fucking tweets that are just absolutely fourteen. That's very unbecoming of a president. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty it's sure. Unbecoming I'm pretty sure Donald Obama had a Twitter That's account. I voted for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, the president. But the president, the president has, has a Twitter. Right. So it's just. But POTUS. I don't remember him using it very much. No, he no. didn't. You didn't hear about it. No. But and that comes from that kind of conspiracy end of it. At least in my mind, is like whenever there's a liberal in charge, the media all loves him because you know they're in the, the liberals' uh, yeah. pockets. They they ignore all of Obama's foreign policy the or anything. Of seven countries who caused this refugee crisis just, in the yeah. first place. Not to mention the starving of Yemen, uh, right. which he Benghazi. I mean, come on. Yeah, uh, you know the left is so silent on that. Like, where's and the protests? Hence the double standard I keep talking about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so maybe Trump's a racist, but how many people has he killed? <laughs> you know, none. Yeah. I mean, he's he still got. He tried got, to. He tried to ban the, some. Pre- presumably, he's got four years. We'll see. Well, the Yemen raid. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, a few so far. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, but I mean, Obama. I mean, his foreign policy is responsible for so much death. Okay. <laughs> no, he's right. No, I, I yeah, say, I'm waiting for Dan to respond. No, he's right. Ryan's absolutely right. I mean, did we need to go into Syria? No. No. Why? No. I mean, the the consensus is, I don't know if you agree with me, Ryan, it's just I, there's a rumor going around that's, you know, Saudi Arabia wants to build pipelines to Syria. For oil? Yeah. Okay. For oil mm-hmm. purposes. Syria said no. Saudi okay. Arabia got mad. Right, went to us. I'm like, well, you gotta help us out here. We gotta overthrow this government. Mm-hmm. And, and we have a weird relationship with Saudi Arabia. We do. Very yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, we do. Well, we. Well, that we, started with Bush, right? Or was it Reagan? Or was Reagan? I think it was well yeah. before that. Well before that. Yeah. Well, we indirectly provided weapons to yes. ISIS yes. to fight this tribe in Yemen, which were fighting the Saudis. Mm. Just, just like we provided weapons to Afghanistan when they were fighting Russia in 1980, yes. and then yes. they ended up using those same weapons against, against us, us when we invaded. 
we are supplying. We didn't see that coming. No. <laughs> Those rebels you hear about in Syria, they're all ISIS, Al-Qaeda. No, that's just what they call them. Yeah. That but, doesn't matter. But they're calling them rebels. They don't want to call them ISIS. They don't want to call them Al-Qaeda. Right. Because it looks bad. Right. I mean, we're literally supplying weapons to them to fight, uh, Has- what's his name? Uh, Hassan something? Is, is it a- I can't remember. All right. Some some Syrian leader or yeah, okay, but it's it's amazing like <laughs> yeah our foreign policy and you 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 think you wonder why you know it's so out of control there because we're involved right I mean so you're more of a um how at least FDR claimed to be before we got into World War One we were more of an isolationist. Uh, Do you see, I that? hate that term, isolationist. I feel like it should be. I mean, when you when you read your your high school history books, they'll they'll definitely teach you about that phase uh, around the turn of the nineteenth century, eighteenth yes. century, around, around nineteen hundred, Spanish we American were, War. Yeah. Yes, before we started sending the Great White Fleet out to flex our muscle. The great White, yeah, you know, we didn't want to have. <laughs> well, well, Teddy that's, Roosevelt. That's, yeah. that's what it was. Hey, Teddy man. Roosevelt, the, the Great White Fleet. But we, we didn't want to have anything to do but, with anyone. We're not sticking our nose where it doesn't belong. That's more of my We're my not thought. inviting trouble. Yeah. Um, We're going to focus on us so right there, now. That was, that was a phase, but it was very short-lived in the, in the grand scheme of things. But it was the most debated issue whether we should be an imperialist country or whether we shouldn't. And it was or the whether most, we should shut up and keep to ourselves. Exactly. It was the most debated issue at the time um, of the Spanish-American War right. and all the way to Teddy Roosevelt, who... Like Ryan said, flexed his muscles. Yeah, basically, Teddy Roosevelt wanted a war. He because he thought it was a manly activity. He loved he, war. He, he, yeah. he, did, he liked but conflict. It, ironically, he only did the uh, Panama Canal. Yes, and then you know interfered with the you know us domestically with you know uh, the business side of it and the trust well, he, busting. Yeah, yeah. He, he started the trust yeah. busting, and then Taft took that over, right? Uh, or no, Taft I was was against that. I don't remember. But yeah, that that whole thing with the Spanish American War, it's, we got into, we got involved in the Philippines. We didn't even know the Philippines existed at the time. Until <laughs> we, we were yeah. searching out for the Spanish Navy. Yeah, and then we're like, oh, they're on this island. What's this place? Fuck called? that! We're taking yeah. Philippines. <laughs> we're taking it. And then we're taking it, and we were like, oh, let's make this a colony. And the Philippines were like, no, we just got away from Spanish rule over yeah. hundreds of years, and now you're coming along? No, we want to fight for our independence. And we, we let them be for a little while, but then after a while, we're like, nah, we're going to... Yeah, so, yeah. So it was just like, they were fighting for their independence. I think 200,000 people died, yeah. but it wasn't you know it wasn't a big issue at the time. <laughs> no, it, was, it didn't make news. Right. But there was an uh, anti-imperialist league, like with Mark Twain, Andrew Carnegie, um, Edward, I forgot his last name, but they all kind of protested it. Andrew Carnegie actually gave $20 million. He wanted to give $20 million to the United States government. He was like, listen, I'll give you $20 million to leave the Philippines alone. But Wow. Yeah, that, I mean that's Carnegie too. Well, like that's fucking, yeah, and then no the, dice. Yeah, <laughs> I mean towards that era with Teddy Roosevelt was the kind of birth of the imperialistic U- USA today. Yeah, I mean yep. we, it's the first era, time in that era where we were sending our military overseas to foreign places. I mean, and at that time was to try and take control of those places, not to yeah um, police the world. Not. Not really even. At first when we were just sending the fleet out, it was just to s- make people aware that we have we have a lot of boats with right. big guns on them. It was for intimidation. We weren't necessarily going and starting wars or picking fights right. at first. At first. But it was yeah. just send, send the fleet out, let them know how big and powerful we are. Okay. We don't have to do anything yet, but just take a look at these boats. Right, right. I mean, so I, basically, try and screw with us. Yeah. And Teddy, dare Ro- you. And Teddy Roosevelt <laughs> was not... <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt was not secret about his kind of racist aura where he was like, you know, like every, if you're not white or European, then you must be inferior to to us. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> I mean, he said that about Bullet. the Indians, you know, a, Yo, yeah. a good Indian is a dead Indian a, nine out of 10 times, except the 10th one is a, it's a little bit questionable. Uh, that was, <laughs> I mean, uh, that was Andrew Johnson. Wasn't Andrew Johnson. Or Jackson, Andrew Johnson, or Andrew Jackson. Well, Andrew Jackson. One of the Andrews said said oh, that was actually his quote. I have nothing to do with this. He probably <laughs> quoted Jackson then. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. So, kind of way to round this out. Of the political climate currently, with Trump causing so many waves in both media and just in everyday life because of some of the policies that he's either endorsing or he's trying to put through or things like that, how do you feel? I know it's a really broad subject because there's a lot that he's done just within the last... Now, as of this recording, month and a half that he's been in office. That's how I feel about every president has abused executive power. Just Trump is not going to be any different. You don't he's think so abuse executive yeah. power. He's going to bypass Congress. The Republicans will not will not repeal Obamacare. I mean, it was pretty obvious. They're just going to take, they're just going to re, they're, they're they're gonna rewrite gonna it, reconfigure re- it. Yeah, they're, they're going to reconfigure it. it. They're going to direct the subsidies into uh, something else. Where they're not starting from scratch with yeah. that. Definitely not. I mean, it's it's, it's too big to start. So you're saying my scratch. pension is lost? <laughs> pretty much. I mean, I mean. Uh, with our welfare system, with Medicaid, Medicare, Social Security, I mean, we owe, I don't know, what's a hundred trillion dollars in liability with those programs? I don't programs. even know what the it's, number is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in the trillions, though. Yeah. So, I mean, but going back to Trump's president, he's going to abuse executive power just like any other president. He's going to make foreign policy worse. Oh, it's, that's already happened. Right. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. I mean, it's it's no different whether you're a Democrat or Republican. No, it's it's the same game, no matter what. Right. Ex- we we need we need someone who doesn't identify as anything. Yeah. To step up. Well, you know, the federal government has really taken over. Yes. And this goes back to Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> 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 the central yeah. authority. <laughs> God damn that Lincoln. <laughs> Worst I'm never, president. Never look at him the same way again. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <laughs> what do you think, Ryan? I'm trying to decide whether or not I really care, to be well, honest I, with you, well, about if, any if you of have it. to care. If you have to care. Because I'm the same. I'm, I'm right not, there with I'm you. not afraid of anything. I'll, I'll that's be honest your privilege. with you. That's, I'm, sure, that's my privilege. I'm, I'm not afraid. My daily life is exactly the same as it was before... January, right. it is. I mean, as as far as what what he's doing, see people people don't realize that executive orders can be repealed. Yes, first of all, which it has. I mean, been, it, it takes it takes a battle, but, but they they're not the end all be all. They're not the final word necessarily. Unless it's if he does something, if he does, yeah, if he does something unconstitutional, however, it can be overturned. Yes, so I mean, he's doing all this stuff, and we'll see what he actually does though so he's signing these orders but putting them into play are they really going to be effective are they really going to do what he thinks they're going to do are they really going to work so i mean people are freaking out because he's signing these orders and he's saying things just like his entire but how how much has really been put into action how much is really feasible are people worrying over nothing true is my question do you think this wall will ever happen? No. It's probably not. Well, first first of all, there's already a wall. Yeah. There, there is. is. Fences and armed guards and patrols and dogs and everything across most of the border between the U.S. and Mexico. Yeah. There's already a fucking wall there. Yes. There so, is. Yeah. Like, I, I, do I think building another wall is stupid? Sure, I do. Yeah. And do, do I really care that Mexicans are coming into the country? Do I want them to do it uh, legally? Sure, I do. Do I want them to become citizens and work hard? Yes. Because most of them yeah. do come here and work hard. Yes, they and do. And they don't commit crime. And uh, sure, I, I have nothing against them coming here and doing it the right way. It, but that's the phrase. But that's Doing the, it the right way. But that's, yeah. that's the phrase. So, I mean, if that's what he's trying to do, I, I get it. But building a wall is... Not the way, right, it's dumb. right way and it's to not go gonna stop. It. There's other ways to get into the country <laughs> aside yeah. from... <laughs> airways, airways. Yeah. Most people yeah, come you know, in come through on. planes. Yeah. yeah so it, it's re- it's really fucking stupid. I'll, yeah. I'll be honest with yeah. you. Yeah, Ryan's the whole right. concept. Ryan's <laughs> right about that. I mean, one of the problems with immigration is because we have stupid programs like the welfare state. Yeah. I mean, this attracts people. They get in here and then we pay for it. Yep. You get a, you we get, pay for it. Yeah. You get rid of the welfare state. See how many people last. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Right. And you see how many more people want to come, still come here. Right, yeah. The, the, the streets are paved with gold because of the welfare state. Right. So, Jack, besides apologizing... <laughs> <laughs> I've done enough of that. Or have I? I'm sorry. <laughs> what, 
listening to Dan and Ryan go out because they're obviously much more in, in, uh, educated than yeah, you and I. Yeah, this was fascinating, by the way. All this like, <laughs> so. Lincoln FDR stuff is like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, so yeah. overall, what being, being the plebe you are, uh, how do you feel? Ple- what is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> 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 You're a <laughs> commoner, <laughs> Jack. Yeah. <laughs> um, being naive. Every man Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Like Ryan said, my day-to-day hasn't changed, and I'm not afraid of that happening. Right. I just feel like this guy's just the most misinformed person we've had in office that I've seen, like, that a lot of people have seen. He doesn't... He gets his facts from cable news. He doesn't really seem to... Like, he, there's yeah, a, but what are facts, really? <laughs> Fake news! <Yeah>. Sad! <laughs> <laughs> they called him out on CNN recently. He said, like, I had 306 electoral votes. That's the highest since Ronald Reagan. And said, no. Other no. people. He's like, well, no, I meant no. But you also said this. Like, okay, well, that, I just I just heard that. But CNN it's like, is pretty biased. Uh, <laughs> the, Cl- the Clinton News Network? Yeah. <laughs> the Comedy News Network. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying I saw it on... Well, that's what I'm saying. I saw it on CNN, but it was across the board, like, on that press conference recently. I was like, you couldn't have fact-checked? Anything? He's before? worse than I am. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, then there's a the whole thing with fact-checking and everybody. See, what this has done to America, it's made everybody so self-righteous. Yes. On every side of the everybody spectrum. Has the Everyone. Everyone is so self-righteous about everything. Yeah. And it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. Oh, no, you're not self-righteous? People just... Well, uh, no, I am, but... The fact that it drives you crazy, do you think that's self-righteous? <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think what what's going on with, with Trump is that there, there's something... He's obviously, he's batshit. Yeah, and I yeah, think, but I think that in some like weird, his head, in like, some weird, oh, sick way that that's refreshing to enough a lot people of people that they're like, let's just see what's going to happen. Yeah. We had eight years of the same guy, and you know maybe things worked you out a little better be- for some people. Oh, okay. But we had a lot of wars, and the economy was at its worst that this generation's ever seen during his presidency. Let's see something new. Let's see this fucking TV reality star who owned casinos. It's so funny. Let's let him try his hand. Yeah, exactly. And let's just spin this wheel and see what's going to happen. Right. And people are so naive. It's just like... Yeah, they are. And there's something yeah, from like everywhere. He says what he wants, uh, whether it's true or not, and people are just like, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, he's, he's not Obama. Um, every day's a mystery box. What every every day's a mystery today? box, yeah. exactly. What I think happened is, and I know Chris has said this sentiment too, is that we got tired of the supposed political machine through Obama and through Bush and everything like that. And we thought, at least with the flyover states, that... Electing someone who wasn't a politician, career politician, electing a supposed businessman would change things. Right. And I disagree with that because one of the things I find funny, have, have any of you guys ever seen the videos of the Trump handshake? Yes. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Isn't that so powerful? Like the power handshake just raking guys' arms off their socket. Yeah. Yeah. But see, people people like to focus on the on the businesses of Trumps that have failed. Yeah. But he's not a failed businessman. No, he's not. By any stretch of the imagination, I know businessmen because being a Freemason, there's plenty of businessmen who own many businesses. I know a guy who uh, who has a patio business right now and he's tried other things. Like he tried owning a restaurant and he tried owning different things and he's like, they all failed. Right. It's one of those things where you throw it against the wall and see if it sticks. That's what being a businessman is about. Right. Is seeing if your ideas work. If they don't work, you move on to the next venture. Right. That's the mentality you have. I don't have that. I don't have that, that risk-taking ability. But for him, he's done, I said, he said uh, out of 13 businesses, two have worked. He's and, no and better than casinos Trump. in Atlantic City are only failing now because Atlantic City is failing. Exactly. So it's not it's not him. It's not his businesses. No. Yeah, going out. He's he's pulling out of those businesses because he knows Atlantic City is going down. Yes. Because nobody wants to go there anymore. No. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's part. Business. of Some people are saying like, "Oh, look at his casinos." Well, he's yeah. Well, Atlantic like the other City is surrounding them too. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's part of being a businessman. Failure yeah. is your success. Trial and error. That's what yeah. it is. 
People were just like, oh, he failed once, so he, he's a failure. It's yeah, just no. a failure. That's, that's being being a businessman. You yeah. know, right? You know, going into it, you're going to fail more than you succeed. Right. It, but those successes are built on those failures. But people who have never owned a business and have never tried to own a business are sitting back and saying, well, look at him. He, uh, exactly. You know, he had this, that, and the other thing that all failed, but he's not a failed businessman. He's richer than you'll ever be. Right. He's more successful than you'll probably ever be. Yeah, and so, the, se- the, sec- the second part of that sentiment there's is a lot of hypocrisy going like, on. Like, like we talked about before, is that I, s- I feel that everyone, no matter what media it is, whether it be the left leaning or the right leaning, is focusing on things that everyone, every president, I should say, has done up until him. Like, uh, the latest thing I saw is uh, Trump is costing us more in vacations than any other president. I doubt that. I doubt that. I, gar- I know Bush went on a bunch of vacations. I know. Uh, Obama went on a bunch of vacations. Right. Why all of a sudden are we focusing on Trump going on vacations or going on like weekend golfing tournaments and things like that? He hasn't been on vacation that much. It's been a, you know a, a month. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what. But, but I mean, like, all, but already that's what they're focusing right. on. It's like why? Oh, they were bitching back. It's, it's, it seems like they're trying to pick things. And it, the guy's been in office for a month and a half. They're, not like I'm saying... I'm sorry, Jack. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not like I'm saying, like, you know, give the guy a break, but give the guy a break. Yeah, <laughs> but even the weekend he, off the inauguration. It's yeah. like, why doesn't he start Saturday? Because nobody works on Saturday. nobody works yeah. on Saturday. <laughs> it's but the even government. The, even the right did that with Obama, though. They're like, well, this, that's is, what go- I mean. this is going on in the world right now. Why is Obama in that's, Hawaii with his family? But that's like, God I mean. forbid, you know? Like, yep. because he deserves a vacation. He's running the free world. Yeah. Exactly. Dude, it's a look at just, job. just yeah. look at him. Look at what yeah. Obama, how he started, and look at what he looks like now. It was now. the same thing physically. With, the same thing with Bush after eight yeah. years. I mean, they aged so much. Yes. You are well, literally the like reader. The of, this. of course, when you killed so many people. Come on, man. I mean, it takes its toll. That's where all the white hair came from. Ah, I see. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Drone bombings. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I think we've chewed your ear off enough about political stuff. You're uh, well off to find your your own ideology because there's so many out there. But I, I just recommend that you all take a good look at the grand scheme of things. And, and you know uh, what? I feel less bad, too. No way. I'm still sorry. <laughs> <laughs> still really sorry. So, uh, yeah, take a look at the grand scheme of things. Formulate your own opinions. Whether you want to pigeonhole yourself into one of the two major parties or maybe form your own party. Maybe we'll vote for you. Um, I'm all about parties. There we go. Parties are all the taco <laughs> party. The, Lego party. the pizza party. That's it. That's the only party. <laughs> On that note, this was Andrew. This is Jack. This is Fats. And this is Ryan, and this was the only podcast that matters. Yeah.